to heal to heal the people. You know, I'm, I'm from advertising, so I know one thing that's very clear. Most of us know this: repeated messages affect behavior. So if you keep the, the same, keep your gas pedal to the metal on a same on a message. You know, rugged individualism, every man for himself. It becomes almost a subconscious belief. I do believe, however, that there is a remnant. There's a remnant seed of Ubuntu. A genetic memory from a long ago that a lot of us、mm. want to go to, but there's not a lot of support for it. The support is in the opposite of that. But I do believe the genetic memory of it still can be tapped,、um, but it needs crisis in order for it to wake up. To heal, to heal a people. The progress of healing the wound that the blow that the blow made. Coming, coming to you loud and clear. Like the brain doesn't want attention. To heal a people. Like the brain doesn't want attention. To heal, to heal a people. This country is desperately sick, and man is on the critical list. To heal, to heal a people. Conversations and interviews with experts from around the world about our four rings of healing. Four rings of healing. Four rings of healing. To heal a people. To heal. To heal a people. Okay, and there it is. Yes, yes, and mo yeses. People ask me why I say yes, yes, and more yes. Yes is an affirmative, and I'm all about the affirmative here. So you could tell today we're hopping into we're still in the fourth ring, the Ubuntu ring, and it's the final ring. And I've had such great speakers to be able to come on and talk about and to elucidate more on these topics, and I'm just. Today is, is is another one of those great speakers who actually are living these principles that that we are seeking to communicate, 
in regards to what it takes to heal a people. And Ubuntu is one of those very important principles. Uh, in the previous podcast, we really broke down what Ubuntu means. For those of you who may have missed that, I encourage you to go back and take a quick listen to it. Um, but the shorthand version of that is Ubuntu means I am because we are. And taking on the mindset of Ubuntu means that there is no, that the greatest, our greatest abundance, our greatest healing comes from our connectedness to each other to our to our brothers and our sisters to our plants and to our animals to our earth to our sky to our sun is be connected to all of that is what really richness and abundance is truly rooted in it's what our healing is truly rooted in and so here uh what you will listen what you're about to listen to is my brother chet sisk Uh, Chet Sisk is a futurist. Uh, Many of us may not even be familiar with that term, but this is a brother that is taking the time to study trends. And in his taking time to study trends, he has looked at he's looked at in the past he's looked at what's going on in the present and what we can expect in the future so he reads trends of where things are going and what it's going to take for us to survive uh, in the future as a collective he is pulling on this principle because it is a foundational principle it is a decolonizing concept that will help us move forward in our personal lives to unfuck ourselves and so without further ado let us listen to our interview with brother Chet Sisk the futurist as he breaks down Ubuntu and how it can serve us as a people you're tuned in to heal a people I am your host H-Soul let's get this work now it's time to break that shit down. The Futurist, Chet Sisk. Well, I my understanding of Ubuntu is based around the basic African philosophical, Southern African in particular, philosophical construct that says everything and everyone is connected. It is it's a different, it, it, it manifests as I am because we are, we are because I am. That is, your success is completely dependent upon my success. My success is dependent upon yours. Uh, or the challenges that we face, we can share so that they're, no, they're not so onerous on one person simply because there are more of us to share. And so to me, uh, th- that is the foundation of an interconnected uh, socioeconomic structure, that things work better when people are connected. They work worse when we operate inside of uh, rugged individualism, which is a, a psychotic myth, quite frankly. Um, mm. So it, it, it is 
better, people work better together. In fact, people have always worked better together. Um, even if you check out some of the early history of human, humanity under the Max Planck Institute of Anthropology, they showed that in order for us to survive the the genetic bottleneck at one time when human beings were down to like 10,000 people, people basically tried to realize that we would probably only survive if we all worked together and, mm. and realize that that is a better way forward. What has happened, uh, from what I understand, this is just my basic understanding, that that the lack of that uh, that belief, the lack of Ubuntu as a philosophical construct, the foundation in which you see, a lens, I should say, in which you see the rest of the world, you start creating chaos, anarchy, individualism, tribalism, because of the fact that you start looking at the world and everybody in it and everything in it as an enemy so so that's how i see it but and, and i think that there have been some traditions that have maintained the aspect of that when we see ourselves in harmony with with um you know humanity as well as nature and all living things that's a reflection of ubuntu that that ancient concept that human beings actually were brought up on and then all of a sudden we had some other stuff that came up and now we're all living under that lens. That philosophical mm -hmm. construct has brought us to the point of an existential crisis in every possible way. We've destroyed the planet or destroying the planet, destroying other individuals, destroying other life forms simply because of the fact that our, what we believe philosophically, that lens, it means that every person and everything for themselves and that's that's mm. it's just unsustainable no matter how you cut it it's unsustainable you cannot maintain any kind of living civilization or life form when everybody is it's cutthroat for everybody it just doesn't work that way that's how i understand Ubuntu. the challenge that we face is you know when you introduce another philosophy another lens uh, in, in order to look at the world. Let's just say everybody says the world is purple. And all of a sudden you come in and say, oh, no, the world is actually orange. Well, folk are going to look at you like you are crazy. They're not even going to embrace what you're saying, uh, even though it, you might say, look, it's more righteous, it's, it's more plentiful, it's more bountiful, all of these things. If they have been given a message all of their lives that purple is the only thing that counts, orange is going to look like enemy. So mm. it's too hard to wrap their arms around. And, and especially purple is constantly being uh, celebrated and given That's to right. them. Yeah. So it, it is, it's a difficult road ahead when you start talking about anything outside of purple. But... The only thing that brings it to a head is crisis, and so mm. I, I don't think that um, I don't think we can teach our way through uh, to Ubuntu. I honestly, and I I know that sounds a little crass, but I don't think that we can we can explain Ubuntu to a point where it becomes effective. I think that crisis has a way, or crises have a way of at least getting people to the point of saying, maybe we need to reevaluate what we're doing because it sucks. That's the only time. Then you can introduce 
uh, Ubuntu not just as a, a new lens to look through, but as um, you have to come up with some uh, proof of concept models that you can point to and say, this is how it works there. And that's the time when people finally get to the place of saying, I want to entertain something other than what I'm doing, what I'm doing, because this sucks. That's the only time. I, I think that it, a lot of people will basically end up reshuffling the deck chairs on the Titanic before they get to the place of introducing a new lens in which to look through the world, because there's a lot of payoff for a lot of people to keep you in this mix. And they, and it, it works. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm from advertising. So I know one thing that's very clear. Most of us know this. Repeated messages affect behavior. So if you keep uh, the same, keep your gas pedal to the metal on a same, on a message, you know, rugged individualism, every man for himself, it becomes almost a subconscious belief. I do believe However, that there is a remnant, there's a remnant seed of Ubuntu, a genetic memory from a long ago that a lot of us mm. want to go to, but there's not a lot of support for it. The support is in the opposite of that, but I do believe the genetic memory of it still can be tapped, um, but it needs crisis in order for it to wake up. <laughs> Breakdown complete. I want to thank my guest, Brother Chet Sisk, the Futurist, for coming in and dropping those pearls of wisdom on us. Thank you so much for that, brother. Really appreciate it. Welcome back to Healer People at any time, for sure. And so I hope that these last two podcasts have really helped for us to gain a greater understanding of what Ubuntu is and how we can put it into our lives so that it's operational. And that it can then serve as a healing force inside of us in the way that we begin to operate and view the world. And we highly suggest that you share this out to three people you love. Share the learning, share the message, share the love. Share the learning, share the message, share the love. That's all. Just like that. So there it is. Episode 8 is in the books. And on behalf of everyone here... At the Tehillah People team, I'd like to send a sincere thank you for tuning in. Shots out to the team. My name is H. Soul Ashe Moo. Been a pleasure being here with you today. Remember to stay calm and to stay strong. H. Soul out. Heal, to heal a people.